So you're listening to FIFA Talks with Hathi and we are going to talk about round of 16, day 4, match analysis. So let's start with the first match of the last day of round of 16 matches. You had the sense from early stages that this game was going to be decided by an incident. Whether it be an error or moment of magic or refereeing decision or as it happened, a wildly deflected shot. Switzerland started with a bit more initiative but Anderson's double yellow wall held. Maybe the difference between then and now is that while that Sweden team back up into a place in the World Cup, this version is showing it belongs after victories over Mexico and South Korea and its creditable performance against Germany. It's not always pretty. But there are cohesions and a single-mindedness to this group that squeeze every ounce of performance out of those canary yellow jerseys. True to their reputation, Switzerland started on back foot with Sweden's Berg getting a glorious chance to score as early as in the 8th minute. Berg latched onto the ball after a sloppy play from Switzerland but the shot was defended. The ball then fell for Ekdal who blasted a shot over the crossbar. In the 27th minute, Sommer came up with a brilliant save to deny Sweden. Both teams had a flurry of chances in the first half, but the chances were wasted. First, Switzerland put their shot over the bar with a goal gapping. Minutes later, Lusting puts in a delicious cross at the far post from an unmarked Ekdal who hilariously put his effort over the bar. Ultimately, it was Folksburg's deflected shot that turned the match and in some ways, it was history repeating itself. Manuel Akanji might not sleep on Tuesday night, not because of the mistake he made. A defender will try to deflect a goal-bounding shot, but because of the random cruelty of this sport. His right foot met Folksburg's driven finish at just the wrong angle and it trickled behind Jan Sommer into a Swiss goal. As the time started nearing the 90th minute, Switzerland stepped up the pressure and camped in the Sweden box for long periods of time only for the Swedes to foil every Swiss attempt. There was also some time for late drama. In the injury time looking for that elusive goal, Switzerland put most of their men forward but Sweden broke and started a counter-attack. Olsen was slipped through into the box, but Lang pushed him away over near the box. With this win, Sweden progresses from this round of competition for the first time since 1994. Switzerland have missed out an opportunity to reach quarter-final for the first time since 1954 and the Swiss must be disappointed to go out to a side they would have felt they had the beating of. A tough blow for Switzerland, which played well, but couldn't find a breakthrough against the strong, tall Swedish defense that was compact and shielded its goalkeeper from danger. Sweden once again did not dominate the ball, didn't create much chances, but got the job done. Moving on to the last match of the round of 16, of course, it went to the penalties. It always goes to the penalties. And of course, everyone expected England to lose 
because England always loses when it goes to the penalties. It has become something of a theme or a curse or voodoo, I don't know. 1998-2004-2006-2012-6-major-tournaments-in-22-years-including-the-European-Championship-and-England-brimming-with-high-hopes-and-big-name-players-going-out-in-the-cruelest-possible-way-but-this-is-a-new-England-they-say-a-team-of